0: The biggest mistakes that I have ever made was letting Chris know my official address because I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, he did show up at some. Yeah, that kind of hurts. So. I got
1: to be honest with you, Trav. That kind of hurts. <laughs> I got a feeling you and Morales are gonna hey. have the time of your life. And I'm gonna be breaking down uh, Caruso's box score.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, look, we all have our lot in life, and that's and that's what it is. And don't don't. By the way, you don't get to give me a hard time. I invited you over for Gaucho's Oklahoma State tomorrow at one o'clock, and you very very aggressively told me no. I said, hey, why don't you come over? We'll flip it on, ESPN 3. We can stream the Gauchos, Oklahoma State, first round of the Tucson Regional Mm -hmm. College World Series tournament,
1: and you're like, "Nah, I'm good. No, I did not say that. All I said was, I'll have to look at my calendar. That's all I said. (laughs) I said, give me some time. Let me just kind of take a look. A lot of things pop up. You're washing your hair tomorrow.
0: You got it. Washing the hair, that's like the classic brush off. You got to go with, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Let me check my schedule, and I'm going to get back to you, but that sounds awesome. And then you sit and then you sit there for ten minutes. You go, oh God, I forget. My wife put something on the calendar. I didn't even know it was there. I'd love to, but it's just it's just not going to work. Or kid, or mom, or daddy. There's always a reason not to. go. I, I got work. I got work. That, that's mine. <laughs> I, 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 there's work going on. By the way, tomorrow yeah. on Ask Slee, I liked Morales's idea of doing an Ask. Clinton. Oh, Ask Clinton. It, that's a- you should flip it on its head and have Clinton answer the questions. Hundred
1: percent, we'll do
0: that. Hundred percent, we'll do that. He he he'll he'll. We could peel that onion a little bit. I'd like to get to know a little bit more about Clinton Yates. Uh,
1: by the way, I think, too, uh, you know, you, you were kind of starting to bring up this point on uh, a player that we're not talking enough about, about the Lakers. Kind of g- give me a little bit here because I have a feeling I know where you're going.
0: Yeah, ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. All our guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it as short and simple as possible. What the hell happened to Kyle Kuzma? Right, because th- let's rewind the tape a year or so. Kyle Kuzma was the guy that the Lakers kept. They traded everyone else that has ever worn a Laker uniform to get Anthony Davis. And by the way, great trade, right? Those guys still haven't made the playoffs. They can all tell you, oh, they're getting good. Oh, Brandon Ingram made it all. Yeah, they lost more games than they won, again. Lonzo Ball is getting better. Yeah, they lost more games than they won, again okay
1: but with zion with also with zion, you know steven it, adams i mean they, they added some pieces too
0: julius randle look, look at him yeah they won one playoff game and they lost last night cuz he was julius randle the laker version of julius randle we'll get to that later but kuzma's the guy they kept and kuzma was the guy they kept because it felt like he was the the guy that was most comfortable with the spotlight It felt like he was the guy that would bring the most to the table.
1: Complimented complimented what AD and LeBron, what their strengths are. Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely. And most of it, Slee, was because he felt like that guy that could get you buckets when you need to have them. What happened? When when, when did he become the guy that could get us buckets, that could go for 20, to the guy that's trying to do all the gritty little? I like it. I like that he's trying to expand his his repertoire of things that he does. I like that he's defensive-minded. I like that he's a hard-nosed guy. That's great. That's wonderful. But let's not lose the reason you're in the NBA to begin with, and that is that you can score. What
1: happened? Well, it, especially right now, because I, I would actually make the argument I like what he's done with his game in the sense that he is a guy that now will crash the boards. He'll try to play as good as defense as he can. He tries to impact the game in other ways. The problem, Travis, is when you got Anthony Davis that's out, these are your moments where they need your scoring punch. You need to be a threat on offense. You got to hit your threes. You got to be aggressive again to the basket. If If. You know how many times did you hear this? Well, when Anthony Davis or LeBron isn't in the game, this is what Kuzma's averages are during the season. Like you'd Mm -hmm. hear this. People try to make a case for Kuz and say, "Well, if one of those starting lineup get him more shots. If one of those two players aren't in, look how effective uh, Kuzma is. Well, that's irrelevant because you're not winning a championship if one of those players are not effective or they're not in the game. But this is, you know, we spent time on the Dennis Schroeder part. We've talked about some of the other role players. Is this not teed up perfect for Kuz to have a game where he has 20, right? And But here's the reality. I don't have confidence. I've said this a number of different times. The players that, you know, obviously are most effective in the NBA, are the ones that can do it on a night-in, night-out basis. Kuz is not one of those guys. By no. the way, I don't know if that's going to change. And that's, you know, I'm not. No, it's no, not- no. Dice cast. He is what he is. Mm-hmm. And so so just with that in mind, when you say, what the hell happened to Kuz, I think Kuz really, really bought in and tried to play a specific role for the Lakers that he thought was in the best interest of the Lakers winning an NBA championship. But what's happened is, over the course of this season, he's had plenty of opportunities to say, okay, well, AD's missing 30 games. LeBron is out for 20 games. I'm going to shine in these games That never really came to fruition, and it never, I think, was – not only didn't come to fruition, it wasn't something that you could depend on on a consistent basis.
0: It'll be fascinating, Slee, to see what happens if the Lakers lose tonight or if they lose game seven, if it goes back to Phoenix over the weekend, because – You think it goes seven? God, I want to say yes. I really want to say yes. That's a tough game tonight. I –
1: I cannot sit here and tell you confidently that, hold on on, they're going to seven. This game's going back to Phoenix. Here's here's why I'm going to
0: say yes, even though I'm having to talk myself into it. LeBron. I, I'm i not going to be the guy that says LeBron can't do it. I, I, I'd rather be wrong on the other side of that than on that side of that. I'd rather say that the Lakers are going to win because LeBron James is going to find a way to be LeBron James than be the guy that says, oh, the Lakers are cooked, and then watch LeBron go out there and put a 42-point triple-double up and say, yeah, okay, I'm an idiot. I did, I, how did you not see that coming? I'd rather miss on that side. But all the things we've talked about, LeBron is not himself. Anthony Davis either will not play or probably be a, a shadow of what you need him to be if he does. And then the supporting cast is nowhere. And here, here's another thing that we haven't talked about in regards to what this all means. The Suns are good. You know, they, yeah. but we, we, need, we need to put that into the equation, too. The Suns were the number two seed in the Western Conference. It was pretty damn – Clippers are a good team. The Nuggets are a good team. Dallas is a good team. The Lakers are a good team. Utah is a good team. Portland's a good team. Even those teams that were kind of – the Warriors are not a bad team. The, the, Memphis is not a bad team. That is a good conference. The Suns were the second seed and had a really sure. good look at getting the number one. over. They're good. You know we're we we're, we're always talking about well LeBron's not right eighties and street clothes all these and the Sun Devin Booker's a dangerous man Andre DeAndre Ayton has been the best big man this yes, series period yes. no questions the, asked yep the, the Payne hasn't missed a shot in two weeks mm-hmm. they're they're playing really good basketball so you put all those things together that your your brain is telling you that the Suns win this game tonight but I'm going to go with my heart and say that LeBron pulls it out somehow.
1: Well, let, let's, uh, it's not going to be just on LBJ, and this has been part of the conversation. Kuzma's going to have to have a good night. Um, Dennis Schroeder's going to have to have a good night. Andre Drummond. Trav, a lot of these players that I'm, I'm kind of throwing out there, I don't know if, they're, if their future is going to be with the Lakers. I really don't. I, I don't know what's going to happen with Dennis Schroeder in the offseason. I don't know what's going to happen with Andre Drummond. I don't know what's going to happen to Montrezl Harrell uh, and some of these other players that are on the Lakers roster. I had somebody yesterday calling me on Lakers Talk where I took 337 calls because COVID got me. <laughs> uh, the, uh, shot number two, shot number two came through. Uh, I was about to start throwing questions about: Just do you have dinner or not? Eight seven 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 Teddy. It's your favorite
0: color. I- <laughs> When you when you go to Vegas, do you do you sit on 17 or do
1: you hit it? I was about to tell Palat, I was about to say, Hey, Steve, why don't we re-air game five? Just air the second half.
0: Here it is. The best of Alan Slewa's Laker talk. About to, about, hour number six of it along the way. Uh,
1: here's, a, here's game 37 of the regular season post-game show. Just air it. Just air the damn thing. But, what, so, one, of, but- what, one of the callers called in and said, why isn't Rob Polenka getting more heat? It was a it was a front office question, right? And it was, why isn't Rob Polenka, you know, think about the changes that the Lakers made from last season to this year. They went younger. They went with less experience in the playoffs, less championship pedigree, but more talent, right? That was kind of the concept. Theoretically, yeah. More talent. Dennis Schroeder is more talented. Montrez Harrell's is supposed to be an upgrade in that position. Sixth man of the year. Andre Drummond in the buyout market is supposed to be a beast that's getting you double-doubles every single night. And I, I hesitated because when you say, I don't want to bet against LeBron. I don't want to bet against LeBron in game six. When I say that, it's got to come down to also what all these other guys are going to do. I I told that caller, I said, I want to wait on saying anything about Palenka and the offseason moves until we get to the offseason. Because once we get there, trust me, that's going to be dissected left and right, but we're not there yet. Interesting way to think about it too. Who would you guarantee is in a Laker
0: uniform next year? It's just those two guys, right? Guarantee. You have to you're you're betting your health on it. And it's LeBron and it's A D. Everyone else, you could say there's a scenario where they're not there,
1: right? Yeah, there's nobody else that's a lock. And and here's the here's the thing, Trav, every single year that you lose with LeBron. This is not the right word to say you get more desperate, but the sense of urgency of urgency all in better. now, all in now, all in now, you know, which is probably a little surprising to you know some Laker fans out there. Lakers didn't make that move for Kyle Lowry, right? And it wasn't just the Lakers. Miami didn't make a move for Kyle Lowry. Uh, I think Philly was also in the runnings for it. Mm-hmm. Lakers are in a different spot than many of these other teams. You got to be all in every single year because if you're not that window of winning with LeBron James is only going to close more and more
0: well you saw what it was when they weren't in it every single year with the the quote-unquote the kids that that 10-year window was not a lot of fun that 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 group of guys never really was threatening to win anything or even win any games really so yeah no the Lakers just another reason that they're different than everybody else let's try a phone call right here let's go to uh, Glendale Glendale and John John you're on with Travis and Slee what's going on John
2: hey, hey guys what's up man Hey, yeah, I just got a um, like a little prediction for the game tonight. I've been, uh, I'm fifty years old. I've been a Laker fan since the '80s, so I kind of know how basketball goes and how it's trending. But here, here's what I got tonight. Okay, you know we we start off hot. We're playing good first half, third quarter. The sun start getting hot. By the fourth quarter, this is what I see. I remember you guys remember the '97 '98 season. Tonight, the Lakers are call a timeout. Kuzma, Drummond, Schroeder. After the timeout, they're going to say, one, two, three, Cancun. That's what (laughs) they see tonight. And I hate to say that, man, but, you know, just the body language and these three guys not even showing up, they're already on vacation, man. You can tell that by the other day. Well,
1: Trav, let me me just say this. It's not – that's not a far – if there are Laker fans out there that think it's over tonight, right, that's not a far stretch. That's not like – you know, sometimes we get put in positions or – uh, because, you know, this is the home team. We're talking about the Lakers, where everybody doesn't want to be realistic. They just want to be homers. And that's fine. You can do that. But if you're also on the other side of it and think, hey, I think this season is over, this is just the way the season has gone. Nothing has gone their way. Every time the engine starts, it just completely stops. You're not, that's not crazy to think. And I, I think the, you know, the, I hope there is no 1 2 3 uh, or 3 2 1 Cancun chant or wh- whatever the case is. But I, I think, Trav. I don't think that's a unrealistic – I think there are a lot of Laker fans that feel that way. They might not pick up the phone and call into the station, but I think there's a lot of Laker fans that think, hey, this thing could be done tonight.
0: One distinction I want to make, the, the Lakers might lose tonight. I, I think you could make a pretty compelling case that they probably will lose tonight, although I'm still picking LeBron. doesn't mean that they gave up, right? The 1-2-3 the, the Cancun lives in Laker infamy because that group of guys didn't have – a player on that roster that who's going to say, "No, we're not going to go out like this." You could, look, there's no shame in losing. It sucks. Nobody likes it. But if you lose, you lose. Quitting is one, two, three. Cancun is an embarrassment. Is a reason that uh, I think his name was David. That David remembers that because it was embarrassing, right? The Lakers. LeBron's not going to one, two, three. Cancun it. He, it's LeBron James. He's not going out like that. He may lose. But he's not going to uh, 1 2 3 Cancun. All right. Dodgers got one of their guys back. By the way, there's other
1: places other than Cancun. So if you're going to do the chant, you know, there's other places too. You know? Cabo
0: greater than Cancun, fact. Been to both of those, and it's, uh, it's not close. All right. Dodgers get their guy back, and all of a sudden, that offense looks very, very different. We'll take a little Dodger detour. It's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Is that like a new brand of drink?
3: Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: I don't think it's so, Well, it sells really well with a certain group, but not generally speaking. Take a couple, <laughs> it would be... T- it's take a
1: couple cre- product. <laughs> take a couple creepers. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I get a creeper on ice. A- I don't know where we're going with this. I have no idea where we're going with this.
0: Stop it. Can you give it to me uh, in the back? <laughs> it's probably a bad name for a drink. Do you remember?
1: Do you remember we were trying to sell Black Market <laughs> Dodger Dogs? At one of our first shows. Yes. Hey,
0: I'll take two dogs and a uh, six-pack of creepers. <laughs> where are you guys
1: going to be at the game? J four. J four. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody.
0: Uh, you see, see where they have a new Dodger dog that's uh, plant-based? That that's uh. I have not new, seen it's, it. It's made out of pea protein, pea.
1: How many of those mean, do you mostly. have? Like, if if there's a grill, and I have the pea protein hot dogs, uh huh, and then I have a couple just beef dogs. Do you uh-huh. go for the pea protein dogs first? Do you get two of those first as an appetizer to your appetizer? <laughs> A pre-what uh, 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 is it a moose bouche, I believe that's what that's called. Um, I'd try
0: one, sure. What if they're good? You know, I mean, the odds are that they're probably not, but they. You
1: could ever be. had one of the? You ever had one of the Impossible Burgers?
0: Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, they're fine. I mean, it's not a hamburger, but it it, it doesn't but taste it's like it's not a hamburger. bad. No, it's, it's, it's not, not bad, bad at all. Yeah, it's not bad at all. It's it's one of those things. If somebody gave it to you and said, "Here's a burger," you would eat it because that was fine. You you, yeah. you would not say that was wait that was gross. I want my money back. It's fine. It's it's not my thing, but if if ever we put it to you this way, in the Rogers household, we are not vegans. We are carnivores. We eat meat and fish and chicken and all that stuff. But we've slid in some Impossible Burgers in the menu every once in a while, and nobody nobody says a word. They're good.
1: And then you uh, took your kids off their allowance. You said that's it. I, I don't <laughs> consider you my child anymore. Let me read off a quick tweet here. Nate in yeah. Vegas. Instead of taking 328 calls last night, you should have reached out for a more in-depth conversation with medium-plus stake caller.
0: <laughs> well, that's that's a whole. That's a show. That's not even a set. You're still that's getting stuff show. for that, aren't you? That's it was. Well, it's, it's arguably his worst take. Hey,
1: Trav, 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 wait. When's the last time you were in the studio?
0: Oh, uh, boy, Rams season. I think the last Rams playoff. Oh, y- you know the
1: there. small studio that we have there. The back. The small, one? Yeah, the one that w- yeah. I use, typically you use on, on yeah. some of those games. Right. So, you know how you can have the mic and it just kind of comes down, you know, it, it comes down kind of as far as you can go. Uh-huh. I was almost just sitting on the ground and just <laughs> doing the show. Like, if this <laughs> thing could come down any further, I'm good. I'll just lay down and do the you show. You should
0: have laid on the desk. <laughs> you just should have put a pillow, rolled up a, a, a ream of paper, made a little pillow for yourself, and called it an afternoon. Mark
1: in cerritos go ahead bro i was it, that's how i was feeling yes and it, by the way i had like gone through everything i need to go through and i look at the clock at seven fourteen. 14 i'm like we gotta, we're go until nine
0: <laughs> caller number 412 you're up next uh so while you were slowly dying from vid shot number two last yeah. night, cody bellinger was hitting home runs grand slam in the first inning dodgers put an 11th spot on the board in the first inning and it, it, look, Cody Bellinger's just coming back. He's only played a, a couple of handfuls of game. He really hasn't mm-hmm. gotten going yet. But he did hit that home run last night. That lineup, as good as it was before he got there, and even with Corey Seager still being gone with that with that injury.
1: By the way, you can't even say that casually. Like, think about that. Like, just saying, yeah, just Corey Seager's not in the lineup. No, it's crazy.
0: It, it's it, the, Corey Seager's a top ten player, and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, Corey Seager's
1: out, but we, you know, whatever, we keep it rolling. But by the way, that's that's almost how it's been with Bellinger too, right? It's just. Yeah they've been so beat up or they've had moments so far this year where they obviously haven't been in full strength where you're literally lobbying out names who are MVP caliber players that you're like, yeah, that's one of the best players in baseball. And we're just saying, yeah, he's just not in the lineup. No big deal.
0: Yeah, it's funny. So the the calibration coming into the season was this is a team that could win 110 games if Mm -hmm. they if they get really hot They might win 115. They might threaten to make the all-time record of 116. We'll see. That's not going to happen, obviously. But they're also, I think they have the third best record in baseball right now, and they've done it with Mookie Betts more or less being cold most of the season. Mm -hmm. They've done it with Cody Bellinger not playing until very recently. They've done it with Corey Seager missing a good chunk of the first two months of the season with an injury, and they have the third best record in baseball. That usually, if you took Fernando Tatis and Manny Machado off the team and said Will so. Myers had never gotten hot all season mm-hmm. long, Padres would be buried, mm-hmm. but the Dodgers aren't. And, and that's what I think you – and you got to see it with Bellinger last night. It's just his presence makes – because one of those guys is going to get you, mm-hmm. right? That maybe you get past Mookie. Maybe you kind of deal with Corey Seager, but here comes Turner. Here comes mm-hmm. Muncy. Here comes Bellinger. Here comes Taylor. It's just – here comes Lux. There's just one guy after the next, and Bellinger really kind of drives that home, just that there's no break in the lineup. There's nowhere to hide. There's nowhere – okay, I, other than the pitcher, there's no easy out.
1: I was going to say, too, it's probably a mental thing, too. Like, if you're a pitcher for an opposing team, you're like, Jesus, What? I got to So if I get through Mookie, then I got this dude. And then if I get through this dude, I still got to worry about Turner. And that that's kind of been it's interesting with the Dodgers, too, because, you know, there was a lot of the conversation about getting maybe 115 wins or whatever the case was. I actually don't think it's a bad thing that they're just kind of in the mix here. Right. Top three, top five record in all of baseball right now. It's kind of crazy. The NL West. Out of the top five teams in baseball, three of those teams are in the NL West, and that's what the Padres, by the way, have lost. I think four games in a row. They lost them all, or they lost. I think uh, they got swept by the Cubbies. Yep. Um, and if you look at the uh, if you look at the Dodgers' schedule, Dodgers actually, I saw this earlier today. I want to I want to find the exact uh, next fifteen games are against teams with losing records. Yeah. So get, while you fat. got the Dodgers and the Gi- or you got the Padres and the Giants, are going to face some really tough teams. Don't be surprised by the time we get out of June and July 1st starts that Dodgers are now back atop the NL West and, and and probably hold on to that the rest of the way. They're still
0: the best. They might not have the best record in baseball. They're the best team in baseball. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Cars, homes, boats, motorcycles like Slee, RVs, and more at Progressive.com. All right, back to the phones. Let's go to uh, Santa Monica this time. And David, David, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on?
4: Yes, yes, indeed, man. Uh I'm going to go back to the Lakers, man. There's eggs being laid all over the place, especially with the GM. Yeah, you should talk about Rob Pelinka because anytime you shake up a team that much, you take your experienced uh, playoff postseason people out, like Rondo, like JaVale McGee, and you take out Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard was a beast for them last year. You should have at least found a way to keep him, you know, one more season and because that's what's missing in the paint. And then Frank Vogel lays an egg by not playing Mount Therese Harrell, like you said, six man of the year, until the fourth quarter. What the heck was that? You need somebody in the middle to shake it up with Drummond. You know, they wasn't crashing the offensive boards. It was a nightmare. How are you going to win a game without crashing the offensive boards and without uh, shooting uh, three-pointers? So uh, that was the critical mistake of the the Lakers. And the third eggs were, of course, laid by the players – and you got Kyle Kuzma and uh you know I'll give it up to Caruso he he's been he's been improving he has been but the people like Kuzma and KCP I know he's hurt but you got to find a way through it you know Kobe played you know with a bum finger a bum knee and an ankle you know come on man you know you got to you got to man up you, you begin play to win championships this is it. this is your shot you got to shine it's, there's no excuses and so that's uh that's what i think uh they need Appreciate they need to invest in some therapists you know Appreciate, <laughs> that that you it. thank idea. you
0: thank you david very quickly so i want you to respond to that but yeah. it got me thinking with david throwing all those eggs around yeah what, what's the proper amount of eggs for an omelet is it three or is it four i think i'm more of a four guy
1: i i can't take down four eggs and in, in one sure sitting. you can
0: put a little ham and cheese and onions and jalapenos in there i dare you not to eat four eggs some
1: bacon some ham yeah, right. Don't threaten me of, of what the amount of eggs I'm going to eat, okay? I don't need,
0: <laughs> I don't, well, David need a was like, well, coming egg, across. Egg number three, and I start thinking, well, three-egg omelet's kind of standard. And, you, you know, it, 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 we could do that. But a fourth egg just gives you, you – know, I'd, I'd rather have a little bit more than a little. I'd hate to have a three-egg omelet and want two more bites and have a four-egg omelet and leave two bites on the plate.
1: Can I throw this out to any caller out there? please do not make a food reference and then expect Travis to answer the point you're trying to make about the Lakers or the Dodgers. Stay away from that. I don't
0: even know what he was talking about. I was just focused on the eggs. I'll let you take the uh, the other stuff.
1: I was waiting for you to come back after that. Yeah, I agree. Stafford's going to be huge this year for the Rams. Like, you just have no idea where he was going.
0: The Kareem is better than the MJ. I agree. <laughs>
1: All right, so uh, I, you know, we, we talked a little bit about this earlier, and I I, I, I want to hesitate. I want to wait here. I'm going to wait on the Polenka talk. Let's wait on the moves. You know, Travis, this is not uncommon in sports where you overplay your cards a little bit. You kind of outsmart yourself. And the Lakers were coming off a championship. It's, well, we're not going to just sit pat. We're going to actually get even better, and we're going to address this, and we're going to address that, and now we're younger, and we're faster, and we're this— Maybe that that ultimately is what haunts the Lakers, but what it comes down to, Trav, and I just want every Laker fan to, you know, you got to understand this. I don't care if you had Dwight Howard on your team. I don't care if you had Rondo on your team, JaVale McGee, Danny Green. Go down the list of some of the players that weren't there. If AD wasn't playing, I don't care which roster it was. It was last year's roster or it was this year's roster. If AD wasn't playing, if he wasn't 100%, you're not going very far. So you got to always kind of remember that as well. Not to say that those aren't fair points, as some of the role players last year were more productive, more experienced, more championship pedigree than these guys at the Lakers have.
0: Absolutely. All right, I want to, very quickly, Dwight Howard, who I have never for a millionth of a second been a fan of, they miss him. Oh, have, no they, they, question they, about absolutely it. Absolutely. No have,
1: question about it.
0: If there's a biggest LeBron James fan, I might be that. If there's a biggest not- Dwight Howard fan, I'm
1: also that. I just, but man, they, they, I've thought, I've actually, I've thought about that in this series about DeAndre Ayton having a, you know, what, how Dwight Howard would kind of push around a guy like Ayton, um, where he's getting kind of being able to do whatever he wants to do. I'm, I'm with you. I I think the Dwight thing is, and he'd get chippy
0: and he'd get a little physical along the way as well, for sure, for sure. All right. We'll continue that conversation. Some of the other guys and I have more omelet thoughts plus more of your phone calls. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.
3: Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall.
0: All right, Slee. Um, It's not an Ask Slee day, but I'm going to put you on the spot. These are going to be some impromptu Ask Slees. They're important. They're the things that I care about most. Yep. Omelette or scramble?
1: Uh, I'd rather go omelet than, uh, scrambled eggs. That's
0: the wrong answer. Okay. <laughs> Speak, and here's why. That's <laughs> <laughs> the wrong answer because omelets are very tricky. They can easily be overcooked, and now you have, a, like, a, a rubber egg pocket filled with stuff.
1: Sounds delicious to me. <laughs> yeah. I still don't see a problem. So if you do
0: a scramble, you still get all the wonderful things that you can put in an omelet, except yeah. for you can control the eggs a little bit better. They don't get quite as overcooked. They can still be nice and tender. And wait to see. Uh, an omelet can go a little – unless you have a very skilled omelet chef, and I'm talking about one of those guys with the long cylindrical white hats like the buffet. Of course. Unless you have one of those guys, you probably want to go scramble. Do you, miss,
1: do you Do you miss buffets?
0: Um, Were you a buffet guy or no? No. Generally speaking, I am not because the quality suffers when you start making big quantities. However, an omelet guy is kind of hard to beat because they make them to order. Hmm. Right, it's but it's the rest of the buffet. Like,
1: okay, I was all correct. about the quantity. I'm like, You're, don't worry about how it tastes; just get it well, on the plate.
0: Quantity's fine. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. it's I'm, I'm more about the quality. So a buffet is all about here's a million different things made yeah. mediocrely. Eat as much as you want. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have two or three things that are made with great attention to detail, like an omelet, than yeah. have a bunch of other things. So I was more.
1: Is, I, I was more like, can you put the sushi next to my uh, egg- teriyaki egg- chicken? <laughs> Yeah, and I don't like and that. And then next to the I, pasta I, I and the prime rib.
0: I don't like having my sushi next to my eggs benedict, next to a slice of key lime pie, next to a tomato juice. I don't need my that. My cantaloupe
1: just touched my orange chicken.
0: <laughs> that actually doesn't sound bad. I might be in like yeah, this. It's a good mix.
1: Yeah, it's a good mix.
0: And so here's the other question. Yeah. What's, what's going in the sleewa omelet? This um, large, there this this is one sleeve, there really is no wrong answer here. Whatever you like is kind of the right answer.
1: I'm gonna do probably some onions, sure, some tomatoes, some yes. mushrooms, no. uh throw some avocado in there. Sure. Throw some turkey in there. I'm gonna do some uh I, I know, you want ham that They
0: turn into things like ham and sausage and bacon I, I get it. And things get it. like that, right? Uh so uh, that's, probably what, go that's,
1: uh, that's probably what I'm gonna go with. That's that's probably what I'm gonna go with. I don't really need more than that. Are you throwing other stuff in there?
0: Uh, every I like everything you said, other than mushrooms. But we're going to put some pork in there. There's going to be some sausage or some bacon for sure. Um, and then we got to have some jalapeno in there. We we got to have a little bit of heat. A little. That's bit a good jalapeno. touch. That's yeah. a good touch. And I'm kind of. Yeah. We, how about some herbs? How about we do a little tarragon in there? We do a little dill. Maybe a little chive. That's
1: some fancy omelet.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, we're 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 making omelets. We're not just going to throw a slice of American cheese and a slice of ham in there. When you right? we're when you make it right.
1: When you cook. You make food. Is it all about like the process for you? Is it just I want to eat? Because I'm still in the I just want to eat. So it's like both. however this thing turns out, I'm in a hurry here. Let's eat.
0: So COVID COVID was interesting for a variety of reasons, but I I fine tuned some of my skills in the kitchen. I went from being somebody that was okay. I, I can cook. I'm not going to lie. I can I can make some things, but now I I'm a, I'm above average now. I'm not obviously a chef, but I can hold my own. I could make you something that you'd be like this is this is quite good. Even if it had no bacon in
1: it. Will you be applying to Nobu within the next couple no, of no, months? No, I
0: don't have skills like that. Those guys are magicians. Those guys are absolutely yeah, they are. remarkable along the way. I you know, I like these conversations, Lee, mostly because it distracts me from the Lakers and what might happen to them tonight. You may, we were talking about Dwight Howard, we talked about JaVale McGee, we talked about Ray John Rondo. The guys that are coming off the bench in this game tonight do not fill me with the confidence that those guys did. I when when Coos comes in I'm th- I'm hoping when Schroeder comes in, I yeah. am hoping. I, I, it's not with Dwight and Javale. You knew exactly what you were going to get, and they give it to you all the time. They weren't going to give you 25 points apiece, but they're going to give you high energy. lots How about of Rondo? Wins. How about Rondo, Rondo in the playoffs? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. R- Rondo was the great X factor, but Rondo needs the right guys to X factor
1: with. Right? Of course, which is and and that's that's okay. That was you know you kind of knew that with Rondo, but you know it's kind of crazy. Here we are. What time is it? 10:35 on a. On a Thursday morning, could the season be over in 24 hours? I mean, that that sure it could. That's crazy. I, sure it, I just kind of just kind of thinking about that for a quick second here. Nobody's ready for the Lakers' season to end.
0: Can I flip it a little bit? Yeah, I, I, because the answer to your question, I think, is is yeah. Of course, of course, it could. They're down three to two, and their second best player might not play. They're, and, they're and in you, real you, trouble.
1: And you said something that we do not talk enough about. Phoenix is balling. That's a yeah. good team. And listen, I, still, if the Lakers are healthy, I, I would have picked Lakers in six. That's what I said. Obviously, that's not going to happen. They're not healthy, and Phoenix is pretty good. You're not playing Memphis or one of these other teams. Phoenix is playing some good basketball, but what were you going to say?
0: What, what I was going to say is, is there anybody out there, and feel free to make the call, eight seven 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 ten espn that still thinks the Lakers are going to win a championship? Because that feels like that ship has sailed. Right? I mean, they, they, they may survive this round. They may find a way for LeBron to go LeBron in this game and maybe in Game 7, and, and we'll see what happens after that. But at the beginning of the playoffs, this felt like Brooklyn and the Lakers are on a collision course. They're going to find it. They're, the they're the only teams that can beat each other, mm-hmm. right? And now it feels like Brooklyn's taking care of their end of the bargain, but it feels like with the Lakers, we're just crossing our fingers and hoping they catch a break to get out of the first round that the championship run feels like it's just about gone.
1: Okay, so would you agree with this, that if you find a way to get past Phoenix, first of all, you got to just win tonight. Win tonight, you force a game seven Saturday, anything can happen. I'll take a one-game playoff with LeBron, and, and we'll see what happens. If you can just get past, past round one, all right, you think we're starting to go back to that conversation of Lakers will become more and more dangerous as the playoffs progress? Because that's what you and I spent a lot of time talking about when we were walking into the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I, I think that the answer to that is no, and here's why. Even if LeBron and AD get healthier, I think that healthy is out the window, right? Healthier is a possibility. Healthy, unlikely. Slee, the rest of those dudes, they're giving them Nothing. And I understand that LeBron is a great answer to questions and ADs, but you got You got to give me something. You got KCP hit big shots. Alex Crusoe hit big shots last year. Markeith Morris hit big shots. Other guys, Rajon Rondo hit big shots, had big moments. They're not getting anything. But I, from I, those I, guys. I
1: think, I think that's a that I, I'd be more okay with that being the concern, as long as AD and LeBron are are good enough to kind of get you through these games. Like I, I do think those guys the chances of role players churning it around are more likely because there's such small pieces in the big pie. Like, it's not going to take that much for these role players to churn things around. What I'm referring to is you're not depending on them as you are with LeBron and Anthony Davis. So if you got to the second round, let's kind of look at the Western Conference just in a quick second here, okay? Uh-huh. Clippers are on the verge of losing a playoff series in the first round. So if people thought a couple days ago Clippers are now the team to beat in the West— they may not make it out of the first round. Portland and Denver, I think, are are tailor-made to go seven games. Whatever team comes out, it's not like you're saying, well, you know, this team's impossible to beat. I think the Suns would beat Portland. I think the Suns would beat the Denver Nuggets. So just to kind of give that as an example, if Lakers get past the Suns, mm-hmm. they're probably facing less competition than they were in round one. I saw something yesterday with Utah. Utah could be that team in the Western Conference that's the most dangerous, mm-hmm. but I saw something about Mike Conley, Mike Conley and his hamstring kind of re-aggravated a hamstring injury. The West is pretty damn wide open, Trav. So if if your concern do, is— do, do, you, do you
0: really believe that? Because it doesn't feel open at all to me. It feels like Utah is this—it's Utah and Phoenix at this point, and Utah feels like a better team than Phoenix. I, I'd be surprised if there was anybody other than—
1: 24 hours ago, you weren't saying that. So it is wide open. Because just think about this. We were talking about how the Clippers now are getting all the momentum. 24 hours went by, and now the Clippers are not part of your conversation, which yeah, I still think they should the be. Rules.
0: I violated the Clipper rule. I let myself believe. <laughs> I, I, I believed in them for a day, and it was one of my great regrets in sports fan history. It was a bad look by me.
1: The the Mike Conley part, I'm going to read this off because this, this was big news yesterday, I don't, I don't think – People made that much uh, – uh, pulls his hamstring, but feels confident he'll be ready to go for round two of the playoffs. So, you know, round two will start whenever that does. They're waiting for the Clippers and the uh, and the Dallas Mavericks. Maybe that comes into play. That's what I mean is there's no clear-cut favorite. There really isn't. There's not a clear-cut favorite. And let's say the Lakers got past the Phoenix Suns. Even the Lakers are not, a you know, a lock or a guarantee. So I just still think there is kind of – There's some hope that if you got past the Suns, then you could be the team that represents the West. But that's a tall task to say that you're getting past the Suns at this point. Scramble is the right answer. The way you frame things, it's literally like a bully.
3: Must be 21 plus and present in present and select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: Like I have to double guess every food, every food thing I've ever thought of in my life. I'm like, Sue, don't screw this up. Travis is coming after your neck. You know what I didn't
0: know? This this is in the dump, but I, I just I just looked at it. It's National Egg Day. We were having an egg
1: conversation, and we didn't even know it was Are you serious. Egg Day, very very naturally, very genuine. By the way, I got to read off a tweet here. Um, Harrison Fagan has yeah. put out that uh, – I lost it. I already lost it. Here's the has put out in what Chris Paul will surely take as good news. No Scott Foster tonight for game six. Referees will be uh, David Guthrie, Ben Taylor, Tom Washington, and then an alternate. Um, so, unfortunately for the Lakers, that's kind of BS, to be honest with you. They don't have Scott Foster in there. Uh, look,
0: I, I, I get the joke. What are we, 0
1: for 11? Sorry. 0 for 11? Dude,
0: Chris Paul – a, knowing that, and B, speaking it aloud lets you know what you need to know about Chris Paul, in my opinion. That Because, like, I, I get it. There, there are good referees and bad referees, and if we want to have a discussion about Scott Foster being a bad referee, fine, I'm, I'm here for that. that we, we can have that conversation. But, dude, the referees are not out there to beat Chris Paul. The, Scott Foster doesn't wake up in the morning, crack his knuckles, put his feet on the ground, and say, how can I screw Chris Paul I disagree.
1: I think Chris Paul does not have a championship because of (laughs)
0: Scott Foster. (laughs) But that Chris Paul thinks that that's what's going on tells you that there's things going on in Chris Paul's head that he thinks are beyond his control. That there are things that he cannot control in a basketball game like the referee.
1: You can you can put it any way you want. I'm just telling you we're off to a bad start today. Scott Foster will not be refereeing game six of the <laughs> Lakers and the Phoenix you, Suns.
0: You know how sometimes you'll say, well, what were we talking about earlier where I got, oh, Tebow, right? Where I just get super bothered by the Tebow conversation. It <laughs> so might be right. one of my
1: favorite. He's fun. Just please more Tebow as we progress in this show.
0: <laughs> the show. The, 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 the sports equivalent of Tebow is anybody that complains to me about referees or umpires or – and I, I just – guys, first of all, it's it's a borderline impossible job. And second of all, they're all bad at it because it's impossible to do. The game moves yeah. so fast mm-hmm. the, in, in football. There's a hold on every play. There's interference on every play. You could that in baseball, the ball's going hundred miles an hour, and it may or may not have clipped the corner of the plate. It's have impossible you ever,
1: to do. Have you ever refed or been an umpire, like at any any stage of your life?
0: I have umpired because I'm a father that of little league children, and you are required to umpire games as part of the deal. Um, and it's really difficult. And, and look, I hate umpires too. They're 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 awful. Right, because they're there to be seen. The the really awful yeah. ones like Joe West are love, there. So they yeah, can they love that. Green yep. and mm-hmm. and and walk around and be in charge. And those guys are the worst idiots, the worst. right? Mm-hmm. But it's a really in the in the history of sports, there are maybe three or four calls that have changed the outcome of events. Really, really, really. There was the one with the Rams a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty big miss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that, that I get why Saints fans feel bad about that one. There was the famously Don Denkinger in the World Series where he blew an easy call at first base. There was the call at first base on a perfect game, Armando Galarraga, that got blown up. He would have had a perfect game otherwise. But the fact that we can remember these things means it doesn't happen very often. Stop with the officials are out to get us, Chris, Paul, and fans. And if you ever want to start a phone call to show well, the ref, click,
1: click, dial tone,
0: done. I hate it. I hate it, Slee. Uh,
1: Funch, you have control back there. I, I, I say we give a platform for those that are talking about the refs. I think we we spent a solid 10 minutes on it. I right, want to take a couple quick calls here before the dump? Let's do it. Studio uh, City, Noah. Noah, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up?
2: Hey, guys, excellent show. Um, You've covered just about every angle there is to cover, so let me just add a a couple tiny little subtle points. Um, We can keep saying all day, like, well, this guy's got to step up. That guy's got to step up. This guy's got to step up. But if the whole team is sucking, you have to look at the coaching. I don't think this is on Polenka because on paper, if you go – I'm gonna, you're going to lose this guy and that guy, but I'm bringing in the reigning sixth man of the year and the one who won before that, and they both averaged 20 points a game. You, any coach in the league would have said, yeah, I'll take it. Give me those guys and found a way to make it work. But, but uh, you know, so Vogel um, just seems completely over his head right now. And on a very subtle level, here's something that I caught. The other night when he put Montrez in, in garbage time, Mm -hmm. with a bunch of scrubs, and when you throw those guys all in, what you're saying is, these are the guys that we don't really care if they get hurt or not in this garbage time. And if you throw Montrez into that, that is going to mess with his psyche because that's the message you're sending to him. And I don't care if after the fact you go, well, I just wanted to get him some run. Well, then put him in when it matters with the guys that he should be playing with. Because if you saw, I, this was very quick, but when he was walking off the court the other night after a timeout with, like, whatever, two minutes left to go, Vogel sort of stepped out on the court to start low-fiving guys, and Montrez just walked by him and was staring daggers.
1: No, no, let me, let, let me jump in here real quick. So I, I think this, in regards to Coach and re, in regards to Montrez, yeah, this is not a conversation that's going to go anywhere today or tomorrow. I mean, if the season ends uh, t- tonight, um, this is going to be, there's going to be a lot of questions that go to Coach. There's going to be a lot of questions, well, why'd you bring in Montrezl if you're not using the dude in the playoffs? You, you use that money that you had available in the offseason for him. He was the six-man, reigning, uh, reigning sixth man of the year. But I, I still think, Trav, you know, one thing that we got to just kind of remembering this whole thing. When Lakers were winning a couple games early on in the season, AD was doing his thing, games two, game three. It's not like Montrez was getting a lot of run, but Lakers were winning, so it was quiet. AD's not playing good now. I think a lot of Laker fans want to see, well, okay, well, isn't this the time to use Montrez? Aren't there now more opportunities to try and see if you can get him run? He's not getting any PT. The playing time that he got in game five was the equivalent of you and I going in at the end of the game. Like It really was meaningless. So. Uh, I get the frustration, and I think that's a, a fair question that Laker fans are going to be asking if the offseason starts sooner than we thought.
0: And I hate to break it to people, but sometimes players and coaches don't get along. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you're not getting playing time and the coach puts you in and you feel like you should be in, you're probably not going to high-five the guy coming but off he the is, court. Let, let me say they this. It.
1: It, it is a weird one with Montrez. Yeah. That, that's a weird one. It, it's This dude got the free agency money that the Lakers had hmm Right? Like, if, if it didn't go to Montrez, you could have went and tried to apply that money towards somebody else. He's not getting run. No, he's not. He, look, I wouldn't be surprised if you see him a little bit more
0: tonight just because they need to try something different. But, yeah. you know, sometimes you sign guys and it doesn't work out. That's, that That would not be the first. Certainly won't be the last. The Dump coming up next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, Slee, let's start with this. Uh, are, let me let me get a little background on on Slee here. Are you an Olympics guy at all? Do you like the Olympics?
1: Um, I'll watch it, but not you know. I'm I'm not gonna. I'm not sitting there all day and uh, saying, all right, I got to get gymnastics. I got to get. Are you every- watching anything other than basketball? I watch the whole. Yeah, game. I'll, I'll watch some stuff other than basketball. Yeah,
0: I I I, I am an Olympics fan. I, I just I'm not gonna watch you know I don't know rowing on a on just a random Saturday afternoon. Ski That's not shooting, but if you if you put flags on people's uniforms, I'm in. I'll watch it for two weeks. It's, it's mm-hmm. fine. It's in the middle of the summer. It doesn't matter. That that being said, these Olympics are going to be a little weird. 10,000 volunteers in Tokyo have said, you know what? We're out. Wow. The, these Olympics feel like, the, first of all, nobody in Japan really wants them because of the vid. No one's really excited to have them come. The IOC says we're coming anyway. We're doing it. Get ready for it. It just feels like this is probably something they should let go. They're not going to, but they probably should.
1: So if I'm right, is this um – you can't travel. The only people who can attend the events are those in Japan. Yeah, I, th- I think that's right. right. They're, they're not. You don't have the ability to travel. You and I can't go to Tokyo. No, we and can't say
0: we. You know, we're big um, uh, kayaking, whitewater kayaking fans. We'd like yep. to come see that. They they, don't, they won't let us in.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, Ten thousand volunteers. It's it's going to be forced. You know, it's going to be interesting too. The NBA. The NBA kind of structured their entire season mm-hmm. so that it ends. And it gives opportunity for players to still go be a part of the Olympic Games. I mean, if you literally look at the finals, the finals will end, and a few days later, the Olympic schedule will start. So we'll see how that takes a uh, takes effect.
0: I was 13 years old when the Olympics came to L.A. in 1984, and I vividly remember it. It was so much fun. It was wow. so cool. The city had a great vibe, mm-hmm. and it was just it was. I was lucky enough to get to go to a handful of things. I remember going to a baseball game. I remember going to a basketball game. Uh, I grew up in Arcadia, so they had the equestrian events at Santa Anita right there. There. it's just it's just a really cool thing that's, i'm looking forward to them coming
1: that's probably why you have such an affiliation to it too you know that, yeah. like at that age you go to an event like that it probably sticks with you really really cool all right so the knicks
0: are out they get bounced by Trey. how about this trey young and michael jordan are the only two guys to have three 30 plus point games in madison square garden uh in the playoffs how in retrospect mm-hmm. how much more ridiculous do the nick fans look with that impromptu parade they threw after one playoff victory.
1: It's it, it just uh, – okay, I got a couple things on this series. First of all, not a lot of people talked about the Hawks and the Knicks. That was a fun series. It was. You had, you had, you had people running their mouth, click Capella, saying, hey, we're coming to New York and we're going to end this series. Uh, Trey Young was talking trash, but he backed up everything. I loved everything about it. And then you got the Knicks fans who – Listen, I get they haven't they haven't had much to cheer for in a while, but it kind of looked amateur hour. It, it, you didn't you didn't expect that from a a market like not, New York. Not from New York City. That that was Tulsa.
0: That was, you know, Kansas City. That was Minnesota. That was that was not New York City where you come streaming out of the building having one one playoff game. Here's how good Trey Young is. Yeah. They gave up Luka Doncic to get him, and I don't think anybody's that mad about it. That, that's how good that. Remember, they did that draft day trade, right? Of course, Atlanta of course. and Dallas did the, and they swapped those two picks. They had Luka Doncic for eight seconds, and they flipped him for Trey Young. And I bet you, you know what? They're pretty happy with their decision. Well, that's how good
1: Young's been. They're lucky that Trey Young is performing because Michael Thompson spends every time that we talk about the Sacramento Kings, anything, any conversation, he goes back to. Can you believe Lade passed up on Luka Doncic? Can you imagine? Just think about that. You're a franchise as irrelevant as the Sacramento Kings, and uh you freaking passed up on (laughs) Luka. You and I were just making a case that you'd take him over any other player in the NBA for a season. I absolutely
0: would, but I will tell you this, too. I'll add this uh, little caveat to it. If Luka had gone to the Kings, Luka wouldn't be Luka. The stink of that organization would have rubbed off on him, not the other way around. I don't know. He's a baller. He's amazing. He's a baller. He's absolutely amazing. But, but to your points, Lee, to the Clippers, to the Kings, to the te- – you know, there are just teams in, in – other, other sports have it too. There are just some teams that no matter what, they stink. and and even when they don't stink they still can't get it quite right the Clippers kind of fall into that well
1: Phoenix is a little bit under that and uh they're trying to get past the Lakers we'll see what happens they are working on it for sure all right um footage was been released of UFOs
0: swarming the USS Omaha yeah we're done yeah
1: we're done let's just stop messing around here
0: You, you want me to make it worse sure just 125 miles off the coast of San Diego yeah. So, it's, the aliens are going to start with your hometown. Someday. Yeah, they're, they're, they're getting, coming and in. By the way, why no more California
1: burritos. No, nah, those well, are done.
0: So, you, you really want me to go down the rabbit hole? You yeah, don't yeah, yeah there please. In San Diego. Right, it's where military. the navy is. That's right. the military so is You got to take town. out the that's military where, first. That's where they're going to hit yep. first. That's yeah. where they, when they they want to cripple our ability to hit back. Mm-hmm. So they're just kind of hey, I wonder what this aircraft carrier's up to. Hey, I wonder yep. what this destroyer's up to. What's that yeah. submarine capable of? Let's buzz around and see what they got. You guys you know seen that Will Smith movie one too many times? Uh, Independence Day.
1: You know where uh, they're. Saying, you know where they're not hanging out. They're not in Seattle. Okay. They went straight How to our you know? military, insane. They Diego. don't want the coffee. They don't want the coffee. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> it's it's look. It's very upsetting. Let's move on. Let's not talk about that <laughs> anymore. Um, Coach K is retiring. They named a replacement in waiting, John Shire. Uh, whatever. You know what got me to thinking, Sleep. Yeah. You know who has been and because replacing somebody like Coach K is virtually impossible. Do you know who was impossible to replace and has been replaced as best as you could ever imagine, and it's worked out really well? right here in town vin scully mm. and no one replaces vin scully right no one joe davis is really good at that like no nobody's going oh man vin would have this vin would have that
1: joe yeah, davis slid
0: into an impossible that's situation a great point. Yep. and did it seamlessly
1: we all we always say too you don't want to be the guy that took over after phil jackson you don't want to be the guy that took over after you know that the next person that's a great point that's a that's a great perspective on that
0: yeah, when I, when I saw that, that's the first thing I thought of. He's just done an, an absolutely fabulous job. All right, Slee, we've got just a handful of seconds here. Lakers and Suns, game six tonight at Staples Center. you got your pregame show. you got your postgame show. You throwing a party, or are you trying to break down what happened?
1: Uh, I'm just going to break down what happened. I'm going to break yeah. down what happened. By the way, Trav, you got tomorrow off. So you got a three-day weekend. Enjoy uh, the graduation uh, later tonight as well. Trav- Travis and Slee with Clinton Yates tomorrow, 855. We'll see you then.